Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome inside the latest edition of Across the Cavs. It's been a few weeks, but I'm back. Zach Weiss. Cavs just picked up a very nice win on this Sunday evening. Taking down the Toronto Raptors, handing them their eighth loss in a row in the process. But I'm most proud of, just off the bat, the Raptors have lost seven straight. I mean, we know they're a great team with Siakam, Van Vliet, and Lowry, among other players. Cavs didn't fall into the trap. I just feel like there have been so many instances of the Cavs facing a struggling team. And then that team gets the, the schneid off against Cleveland. So the Cavs didn't let that happen. You know, it took a little while to really get going. But once they did, they took off. They took a 22-point lead in the fourth. Game ended up being close at the end, but Dean Wade sank some free throws, Colin had some big shots, and they got it done. Now Sexton dropped 36. It seems that whenever Colin goes off like he just did, that the Cavs tend to get the wins. That wasn't always the case last year, much more so this year. I mean, Dean himself kind of doing a Lamar Stevens. Lamar had a double-double in 17 minutes last game. Dean Wade had 16 points in his 17 minutes this game, so it just seems that the young forwards playing exactly 17 minutes are the ones that are going to show out. Pleased with Dylan Windler, lasted 13 minutes, mostly in the first half, still better than the last couple games. He knocked down an early three, which is a good sign, because he had been without a make in seven of the prior eight contests, and... Larry Nance continues to show good signs of improving his shooting, which was up over 40% before he hurt his wrist. Don't have the exact number now, but I got to think it's, it's still pretty close to being effective. Jared Allen with another double-double. You know, I don't think the Cavs give Quinn Cook another 10-day. Would have loved to see Delhi get some minutes, but I do think he is close. Perhaps tomorrow against Sacramento we will finally get Delhi on the court. But just again, some, some other takeaways from Toronto. They made nine threes in the first half. Cavs wasted no time trying to figure out how to shoot the three ball. Toronto was not defending the perimeter well, but we saw Windler getting in on it. Wade made three of them. Uh, you had Colin was hitting his threes. Darius knocked down a couple. It was just lovely to see. Jetty put one in. He had six assists, by the way. Jetty Osman as a passer the last couple games has been great to see. There's a lot of weaknesses in his game, no question, but passing certainly becoming a strength. And more specifically, passing to shooters. Not just moving the ball, but moving the ball to the point where the guy that you throw the ball to is going to be ready to catch it and take the shot, whether it's a layup or a three, whatever it is. And this is just a nice win. 16-26 and 26 isn't an ideal record because you're not exactly a seller dweller. You're not exactly a contender. I mean, there have been so many competitive teams in the league. The Cavs are only three games out of the play-in. And if you took away the play-in and just made it top eight, they'd probably still only be four and a half, five games out. So it's not even like it's too early to call it in. You know, there's going to be some easier games on the schedule. There's going to be some hard games. I wish you could play the Timberwolves every single night. But, you know, uh, Friday was a tough loss to the Spurs, which because they had beaten the Celtics in the prior game. But 2-1 and one in the last three is nice after some losing streaks that really haunted Cleveland this year. It does seem that when Dean Wade is getting good minutes, the team is playing better, which might really make Kevin Love expendable because what Kevin does so well is knock down shots and move the ball, finding open shooters. He also rebounds. 
Dean has proven his ability on the glass. He's shooting lights out. A healthy Kevin Love would mean no minutes for Dean unless Larry Nance switched positions. So I wish the best for Kevin Love, but the the short stints we've seen from him in his return might tell us that, you know, I love Kevin as a guy. I do like him a lot as a player, but I think that Dean's emergence has made him doubly expendable. I'll say that. So I don't think he's going to be playing another game in a Cavs uniform. The deadline's coming up. I don't know if they're going to buy him out or a team has interest or what the heck is going on because he got hurt a minute and a half in last time. He got hurt 10 minutes in in the other game before missing a game and then coming back. I don't know what is going on, but I hope they figure it out. I'm happy with what I've been seeing from the team of late. They really struggled the first couple games after the All-Star break. They were just rusty. They're playing terrible in all areas, but Garland looks great. Sexton looks great, and we just won. You got the Kings coming up tomorrow night. Uh, You know, Marvin Bagley's not going to be playing for them. Hope he's able to figure out his life as a basketball player because he was obviously a bust. That's not his fault that he was picked second. He didn't – he had a good college career. He didn't ask to be picked ahead of Luka and Trey. It adds all this extra pressure to him to perform, but he had been looking okay for the Kings. I had him in fantasy for a while. He was doing well for me, but he looked like his shot was coming on. He was doing a good job as a rebounder. He was a nice compliment for Rashawn Holmes. So I really hope that when he does return, he's able to play out the rest of the year because injuries have been eating up everybody this year. Uh, prayers up, Lamelo Ball, wrist injury is going to keep him out for the rest of the season. He was electrifying in his first year. The Hornets would would be the sixth seed in the East if the playoffs started today. So to see Lamelo have to miss the rest of the year is tough. And it probably means they're not going to be trading Terry Rozier or Devontae Graham this year because now they have a chance at the playoffs. they got to take it. But Ball loses a development opportunity. He misses a potential playoff opportunity. Again, this is across the Cavs. We don't dwell on Lamelo Ball. House of Highlights loves to do that. They've admitted it. Bleacher Report, ESPN, it's all LeBron or LaMelo, whatever. But I do hope he gets well because he's an extremely talented player. Had fun joking around that he was overrated when he didn't do anything in his debut against the Cavs in limited minutes. But he has so much potential to be a superstar. He's already a a budding star, so I hope he gets well. But not just injuries stink. They got Gordon Hayward now. Let's see how he does. I think the Cavs can beat the Kings. I think De'Aaron Fox is a handful. I think Buddy Heald can really shoot. I do think that both these guys are going to go off tomorrow. But I like Jared Allen against Holmes. It'll definitely limit his his ability inside. We'll see how Okoro can do on the perimeter. He'll probably be on on Buddy Heald, I would assume. And Larry Nance will get Harrison Barnes. We'll get a nice rookie battle between Okoro and Halliburton. Tyrese has had some good moments in his first season. So I'm looking forward to watching that. And I'll make the prediction of a win right now. And I'm going to have a video preview up for this, so, so look out for that. But he brings a lot to the table. Does Isaac Okoro defensively. He can get a couple of blocks near the hoop. He'll guard his man to the best visibility. He does get into foul trouble sometimes when he's over-aggressive. The, my one qualm with Isaac Okoro, please stop fouling the three-point shooter. He does it way too much. It's a clear problem. Besides that, no issues. He had back-to-back threes at one point in the, in the win on Sunday tonight. So I mean, he's a good player. 
on offense. He's going to be a great player at some point. We know what he does on defense. And I mean that. He's showing some signs by getting hot with the threes. He's a good finisher around around the basket. He does miss some layups, but he makes some tough reverses in traffic. Everything I've said in the last 30 seconds might totally contradict itself, but I'll so I guess I'll end with this. Isaac Okoro is going to be a very good offensive player based on the flashes he has shown us this year, whether it's finishing reverse layups, getting the and ones, dunking over taller players, even finding some rhythm from three. Collins going to score 30 again. I think Garland is going to have a nice day in the assist column, and the Cavs are going to get a win. So they'll beat the Kings and give them their 17th of the year. And, yeah, that's it, folks. It's uh, good to get another recording in. Zach Weiss across the Cavs. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And here's to a great week for all of us. Got the Kings at home. And then over the weekend, we got a 10 p.m. start against the Kings. Yippee.